Welcome to the second season of the MUX Podcast. We're starting things off again with an oldie but goldie, No Shadow Kick. I know you've been looking forward to this one. I'm your host Thomas, and with me for the season two are my co-host Heather and and our editor in chief Otwar. Hi. Hey. Hi. An excerpt from the MUX website: a half-lizard attempt at repeating cut-and-pasted phrases from various kung fu movies produced in Hong Kong in the mid '90s, but not really paying much attention to how it sounded, and even less to whether or not the phrases actually had any meaning to them. And this is a quote by Jonas Beer himself. And while Jonas says there's no meaning, we know firsthand that there's always more to Muse songs than told in interviews. So let's unwrap No Shadow Kick and get jiggy with it. Because we've gone to the laboratory on this one, haven't we, guys? Oh, yes. That's right. The song is featured on Muse debut album A Triumph for Man from 1997. It's track number seven on the album. It's produced by Damon Utangian and recorded at L Sound Studio in Copenhagen. The violin you hear throughout the song is played by A little fun fact for you, No Shadow Kick was featured in the local Danish competition for the year 2000 Eurovision Song Contest. Unfortunately for Mew, they came second to Bruder Olsen's Fly on the Wings of Love, which later on would go on to win the finale and bring the song contest to Denmark the following year. Fly on the wings of love Fly baby fly Reaching the stars above So now Heather, tell us everything about this song that we didn't know. Alright, so I know this is the moment of the podcast that you are so excited about, so let's just dig in. Um, so, just to give the two distinctions really quick about the album version versus the demo version. The On the album version, it starts in the key of E minor, and then at the bridge, it switches to B flat major, whereas the demo version, it starts in E flat and is much faster and switches to A major. So there's only a half step difference between the two of them, just in case musicians out there want to know. So as we've discussed previously with Chintai, the Japanese version of White Lips Kissed, uh, No Shadow Kick keeps the theme going with the large influence of Asian culture. So in the album version, which is what I'll mostly discuss here, um, the song starts out with eighth notes on what sounds to be like a floor tom, but it is made to kind of sound like a taiko, which is a traditional Japanese drum. Silas plays the rest of the song with this jazzy sort of rhythm throughout on the snare, um, which kind of sounds like you'll hear that throughout the the uh, the entire song. Um, and then there's some accents on the cymbals during the bridge when it switches key. The bass guitar mirrors the drums while the guitar keeps up that overarching motif that. I love that little thing. Um, it does vary a little bit throughout the song, but mostly kind of stays with that theme. 
Um, instrumentally, everything is very staccato. Staccato is a musical term meaning very short, as we can hear with the eighth note phrasing in the bass guitar uh, that keeps moving throughout the song. The minimal drums um, that kind of keeps that jazzy, uh, that jazzy rhythm. And as well as what sounds like what could be a keyboard in the background that plays constant eighth notes seem to embellish the foundation. We can also hear a lot of the Asian influence blossom in the bridge part when it comes in with something that sounds like a stringed instrument, but is likely a keyboard that is put onto a certain vocal setting. So now kind of switching over to the demo version for a little bit, because we definitely don't want to ignore that. Um, the, dem the demo version isn't terribly different, except it does lack a lot of that Asian cultural influence that is clearly evident in the album version. The song is done strictly by standard acoustic instruments without any sort of electronic input, so you can hear a lot of the acoustic guitar come through. Um, the drums are also much more akin to a rock beat as opposed to the jazz beat that we hear in the standard album version. Another little minor difference is Jonas's vocals are a little bit less stylized and much more reverbed. And the song as a whole is about a minute shorter than the album version. So to kind of wrap up, No Shadow Cake is a really lovely dance between poppy instrumentals and melodic and fun vocals. The switches between minor and major keys uh, that switch a few times throughout the song really adds to the dynamic of the simplicity, especially given that they're not in each other's musical scale spheres, um, neither in major or minor. What about that rare techno version? Did you not analyze that one? Uh, to be completely honest with you, I heard that in a club once and only once, and I was really drunk. So it's great to drink to and take a lot of shots to. But other than that... I agree. So th there's no version of that um, techno one that's on YouTube? No. Hmm. Maybe I dreamed it. You got taken down for, for oh, a couple of Oh, it's copyright. That's right. Because yeah. I swear I saw it one time, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. All right, I have a new life mission. Now I have to go refine that song because uh, I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to hold you to that. Crap. Thank you, Heather. And uh, moving on to the next section of our lovely little podcast here. Anne's now going to take us through the lyrics. All right. Yeah, so this is a little bit more complicated than we usually have for lyrics because it is written in mostly Cantonese, I believe. Uh, so what I've got is basically uh, a phonetic version of the Chinese lyrics, and then we've got a translated into English version. So I'm going to read the Chinese version first, and then the English version second. Okay. Howling sing tai mo ching so la, in tai so mai ho ken mga, tao to singo la, atovan sha. Min sang go hot so ling to su, tai ling wan hao lu, ya hai ling mang nu. Na ying ga, tin ha so ha shu, lo mai ing hai sa, to chu su mai, him mai, zuan ku mina, ao mi tai, sing tai mut pai san, sun moon chu, one hai lai so no, Wang ai lung chung to, 
Hao Yang Ai Lin Cho, Pang Xin Chi Sai Mo Tai Mi Ki, Feng Ha Shi Tse Ti, Fo Ning Yai Pai Yi, Paking La Sui Tai Hozo Tai Ya, Aso Kim Hana, Asun La Osa, En Fai Ya Bo Hai En Kina, Dan So Han No Ma, Atovan Sha. Nyinga Ti han so ha shi maying haisa Tochu su mai him mai zwan ku mina aumi tai sing tai mu sampai san howling sing tai moching sola junse en hola mai so tai ya Okay that's wow. a mouthful <laughs> That's awesome Yo, can we get a round of applause for that? Yes. That was was something. Good work. Yeah. Okay, so um, I want to say first off that we're not 100% on this translation, so there might be a couple of words here and there that aren't quite right, but we we did our best on it, so we're we're just going to go with what we have here, okay? So the translation goes, I want to be the best in all the world the likes that history has never seen. I must quest for hidden creatures and train them to do my bidding. I promise to never give up on you or make you sad. Oh my God, there goes my cat. It only has three legs and one eye. It is an ancient God. It knows all. It dances only when it's dark. I cry myself to sleep each night, thinking of the time I could not sleep. I heard it said once that the planet would roll me like a katamari. I'm gullible and didn't have the highest grades. There was funky Billy Chin and little Sammy Chung. He said, here comes the big boss. Let's get it on. It's been some time since I could hold my head in the sky. I must quest for hidden creatures. Oh my God, there goes my cat. It only has three legs and one eye. It is an ancient god. It knows all. It dances only when it's dark. I want to be the best in all the world. Yonzi says, Fusro da, have you lost some weight? Yeah, so what do the lyrics tell us here? Like, Well, I mean, there's, there's lots of references to animals. There's yeah. creatures, animals, cats. Um, yeah, very typical Yonas. Yeah, in, the, in he's, he's always doing the, the references to animal or natural um, types of things. Yeah, and I noticed that he's he's singing about Sammy. Yeah, I noticed that too. It's like there's there's like this Sammy that he mentioned um, in our last episode, where there's a connection to like introducing palace players that that intro part, and another reference in Swimmer's Chant where there's this character of Sammy. So I mean, here's another place he didn't mention this before that it was part of this song too, but I think he probably wanted to just keep that secret. So connected, like in the Mew universe, yeah. Yeah, Mew universe. I also see a lot of. I don't know if you guys kind of picked up on the theme, but I saw a lot of internal conflict. Um, that he wants to be the the very best. Um, yeah. He, Is he talking about his craft there, or he's so you know so shy as a person, but deep inside he wants to be the very best. But he can only sing that in Cantonese. He doesn't dare to sing that in English. I feel yeah, like. that that's way too like straightforward for him. I don't think he would say that. Yeah. Right. So then it kind of goes on to, so what I'm picking up on is that he wants to be the best to train these creatures, whatever they are, um, 
because he's afraid that it will bring dishonor upon his family, dishonor upon his cows, maybe. Um, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to give up and he doesn't want to make anyone sad. Um, but he kind of keeps seeing this cat that has three legs and one eye. So maybe it's an, you know, it's, it's a, it's a God of blessing, you know, to, to give him the training skills that he needs to catch these creatures. Yeah. Cause that, that's a cat that's, you know, lived some life. It's got a lot of wisdom and, you know, it's, it's earned its place in the world. Exactly. So maybe that cat can instill that wis- that wisdom onto him. And then towards the end of the song where he's saying Fusorda, maybe that's some sort of like, you know, exertion of power to capture these creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's translated to unrelenting force, Fusroda. So that would make sense. Right. Huh. Yeah. You know, I'm a little surprised that it, it's it's as easy to glean this much information from the songs when we've seen in previous episodes of our podcast it's been so much harder yeah for sure uh yeah Yeah, i'm kind of blown away by that too yeah i guess it just finds it easier to you know write in cantonese you know to hide behind the lyrics kind of because most people won't understand what he's singing about yeah, he can say anything and get away with it, basically. And yeah, so, I'm kind of surprised he didn't drop an f bomb or anything like that, like he's done before, like once. Well, he I wants to like keep he, the f bomb special so it has more power. Yeah, I just feel like it, it was a lot of opportunity to not drop one in this song. But I mean, how old well, was he when he wrote I mean, the song? I didn't like find that twenty, thing. probably twenty-ish. Yeah, but re- remember, Advar, this translation isn't a hundred percent. It it could be that. Yeah. It's it shows up somewhere and we just didn't yeah. catch it. I hope so. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm not a native speaker to this tongue and I, I don't think you guys are. Either. No, definitely no. not. No, we so, don't speak Cantonese and Norway. I apologize yeah. to anyone who knows this language and if we're wrong, please send us an email to what is our email? UX info. No, wait, sorry. Podcast, Podcast at, at mux. mux. Info. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We haven't yet gone into um, the White Lips Kissed song and the Japanese version of that song, which where the English version and the, the Japanese version have very different lyrics. I think this is kind of the same thing, where it just seems like it has a very different meaning. Like when we get into the meaning of what is a no shadow kick, you'll, you'll see why maybe the lyrics are, are not necessarily totally related to the title. Yeah, I feel like it's just the title that sounds cool. Yeah, just I, like, um, it definitely sounds cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like I a title from, like a, is, uh, from a video game or something, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and it's also a martial art kick technique, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's also known as the shadowless kick, uh, ghost yeah. shadow kick. It kind of goes by a couple of different names. Mm-hmm. Um, if the If we're correct on it, it's in the Hungar. Hungar... Martial arts style. Mm. Um, made famous by the Chinese folk hero Wang Fei Hung. I feel like he's singing about that guy in the song, but maybe it just sounds similar. It, Wang maybe. Fei Hung. Mm. Wang Fei Hung song. Maybe that's just maybe maybe he's actually just saying his name over and over and over <laughs> in every yeah. in every language in the world. Maybe we've been duped into thinking it's something else. Yeah. We have been heckin' bamboozled again. Yeah, yep, yep. So tell me, Anne, what is a shadowless kick? 
Well, it's generally um, when you do something with your upper body that is a, like a grapple or distraction, and so the your opponent is, is focusing on your hands or your upper body, and then you give them a very swift low kick, and it could be like multiple kicks in a row. So it's something where where it's like you're you're doing a sort of a sleight of hand trick, so they're not paying attention and they're caught off guard. Mm. I'm gonna go and learn that right now. Yeah. By the next podcast episode, you better have mastered it. Yeah, I'll put up a video. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, have you guys seen it live? or Have yeah. you been so lucky? I did. I, I, I've actually seen it a whole bunch of times. I think it's like up to 13 times now. What? Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of Mew shows. So, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's bound That's to have true. happened. Which one was um, the best one? times. Oh, God. <sighs> Probably the one I saw in Wakanda, like that was, um, it was like a private show. One of those ones, like, you, you know, that one you went to Thomas, where it was like, um, the tickets were 156 kroner and there's only 156 mm -hmm. people. Like it was one of those kinds of shows. And Ooh. it was, was like during the $56. Oh, I don't, God, I don't remember what the actual cost was. Um, yeah, I, I can't, it, it slipped my mind, but, um, what is that? What is that in us dollars? I I think it's probably like f like 15 20 bucks something like that. Yeah. Oh. Um yeah, and Thanks. yeah, it was fantastic. It, it was during the encore, so I I was like not expecting it at all. <laughs> mm. That's, That's awesome. amazing. Yeah. I saw it. So, I saw it but once. Um I saw it in Midgard. Um, it was actually supposed to be in Helheim. I don't know how many people were supposed to be at the show, but it was a huge, huge, huge festival. I mean, huge. It was like an ocean of people. I've never been to a concert that huge before. Um, it was supposed to originally be in Helheim, um, but there was a really big heat wave, so they told us last minute that I had moved to Mid uh, Midgard. So it was kind of cool because like last minute they were like, oh, that really sucks. But now we have a really cool name for the festival, and they call it uh, Mudeguard. Wow, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, awesome. That is, it that's was great. so cool. I, huh. I personally, I think, I think the Midgard venue is would have been way better anyway than in Helheim. Yeah, I probably. Heard the view's really good. Yeah, I'm so jealous you've been there. I've I, yeah, I've never been there. I always wanted to go. You live so yeah. close by, Arba. How, how come you've never been? is having a really big flight deal right now. So uh, yeah. they're doing their spring sale. So if you could oh. get a flight from Seattle to Midgard, you should totally go. Okay, I'm going to look at that yeah. as soon as we're done with this episode. I'll yeah. look at it. Yeah, yeah perfect. Arba, the man who saw She Came Home for Christmas eight trillion times. How many times yeah, have you seen yeah. this song? Yeah, I hear about you. <laughs> I've actually just seen this song once live. But I, I was on a... When I was a teenager, I did a, like a road trip thing around... <clears throat> the Midwest of the USA. Uh, and I went to a small town called Hawkins in Indiana. Oh. Uh, and I was so lucky because you were, were there when I was there. So it was kind of a, just like a... What in the hair yeah, salute? Just, just a coincidence? Yeah. Yeah, just a, yeah, it was just a coincidence. And uh, yeah, they they all looked great. It was like a long time ago. And they had like great emo haircuts. And Jonas's voice was so high. And it was just oh. really great. Yeah. So uh, did he sing like Chinchai and like the original, like that you know, original I, pitch? Yeah, I feel like he might have done that it's so long ago. I can remember. I'm like, I was, yeah, I was like in my teens. So I feel like he did that. And yeah, but there's a bunch of other songs like 
I don't know if it did, did like uh, that uh, ending song or yeah. It was just like a bunch of. Oh, yeah. I would love to see that. I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, yeah, it was really great. Yeah, so yeah, that was a really great show. As I can remember it, but I was really, really drunk, underage drunk. Yeah. Ooh, underage yeah. drinking in the U.S. Naughty, nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Is that why you're you not allowed back? No. FBI, yeah. you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Go Sorry. get your I, man. I, I've Isn't been back CIA since when it's yeah. outside of the states. I don't know. Some authoritative figure. Go get him. Yeah. Interpol. <laughs> Try to catch me. <laughs> the Avengers. Yeah. Damn it. So what about you, Thomas? Have you seen it live? <sighs> I was supposed to once. But, you know, there's always that, like, midpoint in the show. You know, Usually, like, I end up waiting for... You know, you come early to the venue and you have a few beers. And I'm always the guy who has, like, a beer too many. So, like, halfway through a show... I always just have to do that. Okay, they're playing this song I've heard a million trillion times. I'll just go now and get it done with while there's no queue out there, right? And they always happen. I think that one time they played it at the show. What was that? That was obviously in that very spot when I was like, oh, they just played MRI. It's definitely just going to be 156. I'm just going to gonna nick it now. And that gives me like six, five, six minutes to like really get it done with, right? But nope. There you are. They definitely didn't play one five six, and they definitely did play no shadow kick. And I'm like, I'm like what? Pretty much for like the rest of the show. So like, how how did yeah. I miss that? Let me just uh, reiterate. Where, it was where like, were you? You know, in that way, you can hear like a song being muffledly played when oh, you're in the loop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like mm-hmm. that. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not. One five six, uh, yeah. So I was like, "What?" The hell? Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I don't like to talk about it. Where was it? Yeah, where was where? the concert held? I think Were you it was too like drunk a, to even remember? It's a long time ago now. Like, um, I think it was one of the venues in Copenhagen, like Vega. Maybe I want to say Vega. Could have been Amabiu, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's somewhere in Copenhagen. It's one of these like smaller venues, but it's not that small. Still fit quite a lot of people in. Um, the all I remember is the toilet was really trashy, and uh, it felt real good. Um, I want to say Ideal Bar, but I'm not sure. It might have been a jazz show. It might have been a completely different band. I'm pretty sure it was Mew and I'm pretty sure it was No Shadow Kick anyway moving on so uh, what's your personal feelings on this song Odva you wanna take start with this one sure Uh, I've always liked the song but it's like now it's the first time I I know the lyrics you know for real so I I have a completely new new opinion of the song now because I feel like it kind of hit me more now. You know, the lyrics are, uh, yeah, I really love it. Now it sings about the animals, the cat, and all that stuff. So, um, I mean, you also yeah. like that seething rain song. It's you know, yeah, that's true. So my taste is uh, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your opinion doesn't matter. Onvar no, is cancelled. Get out. Yeah, and before Bye. we get to Heather, because uh, I really want to hear your opinion, Anne. What's your opinion on this song, this particular song that we now unwrapped? 
so thoroughly? Well, uh, I say now that I know the lyrics, um, I spent a lot of time with the lyrics and going over um, how they sound and how they translate. At first, before I knew what any of it meant, I kind of just skipped the song. I didn't really you know, have much of a connection to it. But now that I've learned all the meaning behind it, like, yeah, I, I think it's a, a fun, upbeat, happy song. And yeah, it's, it's uh, something I can really groove out to now. What about you, Thomas? I bloody hate the song. God damn it. Wow. Like, you've just unwrapped the whole thing, and it still sucks. You I'm can't sorry, say but that. this song is Thomas. not good. It's Mew. It's like not written. You're a jerk. You are yeah, a jerk. What's going on? You're a rap. You know what you are? You're a reprobate. That's what you are. Yeah. yeah that, that's a perfect word. So now that we know how I feel about it, what about you, Heather? How do you feel about the song? Um. Uh, kind of like you, I wasn't really sure how to feel about it. Um, it's a little weird. It's a little off from their normal sound and everything. Um, I feel like it kind of lacks the, a lot of the depth that we've seen in a lot of their other songs. So, um, I don't know. I'm just going to say it's kind of a... Nah, I'm just kidding. It's 10 out of 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 10 such as Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, all at MuxInfo. The website is MuX.info, where you can find pretty much everything you need, lyrics, fan arts, the discography, music videos, and much, much more. Also, please do remember to rate us on iTunes, as it does help us a lot. If you have any questions, comments, requests, or anything else, please send us an email on podcast at MuX.info. Thank you for today, guys. See you next time. Bye. No, let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Where are we? Okay. Leroy. Jenkins. The violin you hear throughout the song is played by <laughs> No Shadow Kick was featured on the local Danish Howling Sing Tai Mo Ching So La Inutsu Maihu Kamga To To Tao To Singo La A Tovan Sha Fushruda. Getting jiggy with it. Oh my god. No? Anyone? Okay. No, I I definitely know that. Okay, thanks, Anne. It's a banger. It is a bop. I had that CD. I think we all did. Yeah. I did not own that one. Why not? Because I had taste. No, I, did. I definitely, oh, I definitely did not. I, I had terrible taste. That's probably why I did not. Oh no. <laughs>
an un mic. Oh, the apple that I ate. I'm sorry. <laughs> can't believe that's what you think that. of this song. <laughs> I'm mortified at how amateurish this is. I'm like, I, you know. First to end.